This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Judd's going to ju- jump on, so I'm going to wait until Judd does pop up. Good. Because I, I just want to make a point, because I did realize something yesterday. There's Judd Zolgad from Score North. Good morning, everyone. We're just just now getting to the topic of the Twins game because Mike Gelfand walked in wearing a Detroit Tigers hat. Which mm-hmm. he often sports. Ugh, yes, I, this backstabber. is my favorite cap. And as I have said before, I like the Detroit Tigers merch because they're so bad that it's always on sale. Yeah, you can get it cheap. That's <laughs> Nobody very wants true. it. Very, very true. But uh, I am now convinced 100% because uh, I've been, you know, wavering a little bit here, and then I defended, then I did, and all the rest of it. Rocco has got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> the way he handles that pitching staff is disgusting. Well, of course, your your favorite pitcher took the L yesterday. Was it Jax yeah. again? Mm-hmm. He yeah. sucks. <laughs> I know. That guy's terrible. I shouldn't have got you started, but. Uh... No, I, I, I was trying to watch the game because we were headed up. We had a, we had a function with Hubbard last night, mm-hmm. and I, so I didn't get to finish watching the game. So the Twins were still up, I think, 4-3 to three when I left. Oh, yeah. They're up four to three. They're up four to nothing uh, at the mm-hmm. beginning, and then gave up eight straight runs without scoring another run. That's bad. Yeah, it was terrible. But I, I'm sorry, but the way they handle it, Jacks first of all should not be on at the in the major leagues. The guy's terrible. Well, they go through a lot of arms. Yeah, they do. This is modern baseball. Yeah, you know, good point. You know, typically, you need like five relievers in a game. Well, they, that, that's what they're aver, uh, averaging, right, is five. Re- well, I think they had again. five yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Yeah, they maybe, probably maybe are at five. Like, like so. this is, yes, uh, uh, Mike is right. Like, you go through, you you've essentially often have, after the starter comes out, a guy in an inning, if not more, it feels like. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, Tom, I'm with you on Baldelli. In fact, I said Gotta this, go. I think it was back in uh, July or so. I just... I, there's so many things that bug me. I, and one of them is also just the flat out lack of accountability. Like this team is so up and down. Yep. And and he, when's the last time you saw a guy make, and you've seen this, but when's the last time that you saw a Twins player make a stupid mistake and get taken out of the game for it? No, you're right. I can't remember the nope. last time. And I'm not saying that you got to be a dictator, but I am saying that your job as a manager is at least to have some form of accountability and you know you could screw up on the bases you can screw up in the field there i don't remember the last time that i saw rocco take a guy out and say you know what that's enough no, he, he, yeah. he treats these guys like like he's a kindergarten teacher that's correct everybody gets yeah. a blue ribbon look i have to go through this you know this is i own this show so i have to be kind of like not the manager but kind of like the Got to tell people to, and you know, Jax is a pitcher for the Twins. Reminds me a lot of like working with Brittany. I was sitting here waiting. <laughs> for he was it. waiting for it the whole as time. As soon as baby. he started saying, "I'm the manager of this team," I was like, <laughs> "And he hasn't pulled me, but he should." I got no pitches left in me, Tom. Uh, all, I, all I know is that Tom looked like over her head into the far distance, and then he tapped his right shoulder. <laughs> It's kind of the right hand there. It's time to... You, that's so funny because I was not looking at her. I avoided eye contact, but I could see her on the screen. And she's like, oh, you're going after me. <laughs> I know. As soon as he said manager <laughs> of this team, I went... As the, the owner of the immediately show. Was, uh, he's coming after me. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my... I, I need a bench. She's Let me go sit on the now. bench. 
but it why, breaks but my heart. Why are we coaching? Uh, why are we coaching adults and they're young adults? But who cares? These guys are in their twenties at the very least. Why are we treating them like we treat Babe Ruth kids? Little League kids. Yeah, like, this yeah, is what right. I, they're yeah. making millions of dollars. They are making millions of dollars. And if they screw up, there has to be some form of, you know what? You screwed up. Here's yep. here's what we're going to do. That's what that's what I don't get. Like this whole societal thing now that starts when kids are young of let's have as many tournaments as possible to award, you know, to well, award ribbons. Like, well, it's terrible. You, adults. I, you know, I, I coached Little League for many, many years. And... Um, it was like I started with, with my kids when they were in T-ball. So um, the kids would swing and they'd, they'd hit the rubber tube, you know. Sure. And then, then they'd put the ball back in the tube. They'd hit the rubber tube again. And then the next time the kid would hit the rubber tube, but the ball would go forward. So the kid would run to first base and the parents would be there. <laughs> nice, nice swing, Jimmy. And I, I would have to walk over to the parents and I'd say, Let's save the praise for when he actually hits the ball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because this is a very low bar right. that you're setting, and, and, and this is not good for anyone. You're right. So, so, do you think maybe it is a tactic? Like, he's not just soft hearted. He just read somewhere that this is like an I know it's not an effective tactic, but like, do you think that that was some sort of new age thing he read? Or you should pronounce that word correctly, attack tick, because it sounds like you're attacking a dick. Well, attack dick. That's later. That's another show I'm on. <laughs> that's a different. You can joke. see me on OnlyFans. Uh, there's a paywall oh, on that it's, one. It's, oh. She makes a lot of cash off that time, so don't yeah. don't rip it. Don't, okay, yeah. sorry. All I know is that my eyes opened for the first time. I know. I saw that. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. No, it's it's what I think it is. Is I think it's just his, it's his personality. Yeah. Okay. You know, and like I remember the time when he praised Sano and he said, "What a what a wonderful thing Sano was doing when oh, he agreed. Right. He agreed to go from third base to first base. Yeah. Well, this is a guy who should not have been in the major leagues. Who should have been gone seven years earlier. Should have never ever. <laughs> and made he's it to the praising major him because he's willing to play first base. Where is he now? Uh, he's in the Dominican somewhere. No, he's not even in. He's the not league. playing. Like no. I can't find him. He's terrible. Yeah, it, but I mean, would be I hard can't to... even find him in like independent league baseball. This this is the damnedest thing. Yeah. I I think he's not playing baseball. No, now, I don't which, think he is. I think he's in the Dominican me, doing something. Which scares me because if he's not playing baseball, he's probably three eighty right now minimum. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah, Mr. Goodyear. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Goodyear, that's Finding nice. Mr. Goodyear, <laughs> could that be really a new nice. movie? I'd watch that. <clears throat> you know, we got to take a break here, but when we come back, I haven't brought this up to Mike yet, but it came up this morning. We're going to, uh, Judd, you'll be, be uh, exposed to an interview that Mike Galfand once did, and there's a very specific word that ties into the interview, and I won't say what it is yet, but you're going to want to be here when Mike tells the story of this guy's name. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> the MinnesotaFatLoss.com program has been helping me reach my goals all summer. I feel fantastic, and the weight loss hasn't been hard. I don't feel hungry. I have a great deal of energy, and I'm getting close to my ultimate fat loss goal. The MN Fat Loss team really has discovered the secret to weight loss. I lost about a pound of fat every day. I did the first 60 days in the maintenance program, and now I went back to the weight loss program to get my ultimate goal. It's great to have these kind of results in such a short t amount of time, of course. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required, by the way. Uh, 
To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Barnard sent you. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, this is Tommy B. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the Minnesota State Fair. Along with everything you can buy on a stick at the Great Minnesota Sweat Together, you should have some cool incentives with a State Fair deal when you purchase an RV from Niemeyer's Albertville location. How's this sound? Receive a free exterior ceramic coat and NanoCure interior treatment. These coatings provide a durable, long-lasting shield against dirt, water, and UV rays, and basically extend the life of your RV to keep it looking newer and lasting longer. It's a $2,000 value, free with purchase if you get an RV from Niemeyer's by September 5th in Albertville only. Plus, great deals on their campers at both Albertville and Elko New Market, now through the end of State Fair. Take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales and see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's and look at what they got at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. Your State Fair deals end on September 5th. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back 921, now 21 minutes after 9 o'clock. It is windy and 64 right now. I'm glad I wore this top. Windy oh, I, 64 I couldn't believe chilly. how cold it was when I stepped outside. I'm telling you, man, it was chilly, no question about it. Mike Gelfand's in studio. He told me a story years and years and years ago when we were both at the queue uh, that he was out doing interviews, I believe, for your TV show. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was for your TV show. That was on what, Channel 4? 
It was on every channel. It was on every channel. Okay. I mean, from what, we were like on seven different channels. Were you really? Well, we were on a lot because we were on we were on the old uh, Midwest Sports Channel. Oh, that's right. Which later became right. uh, Fox Sports and yep. Valley Sports, whatever. And it was great, and and everything was really running smooth. We were getting rave reviews. We'd been on there for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then uh, they they uh, got rid of the guy who uh, who hired me. Who was a wonderful guy? Bill Craig was his name. Oh, Bill Craig, I remember him. Yeah, a nice guy, and mm-hmm. he and he was really cool. And then, uh, then we got the uh, the accountant instead, and the accountant. Oh yeah, that's account- a thrill. And he obliterated the, the whole channel. <laughs> it took him like ten I know, days. I know. And uh, <laughs> and so then we went over to. I mean, we went over to. Uh, I can't. I, I think we went to Channel Twenty Three after that. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, and there was a nice guy there hired us. And then after about a year and a half, he said, boys, I, uh, I watched the show last night. And we said, yeah, oh, good. Did you like it? And he said, well, I, 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 I thought it was one, one of those panel discussion shows. And, and he, like you guys didn't even talk about sports. <laughs> well, it'll happen. <laughs> so he didn't actually fire us, but what he did was he sold the station to a group of fundamental Christians and, oh yeah, and uh, yeah. so like we we saw in the news that that this this fundamental Christian group had bought the station, and so we didn't. I never called anyone. I never said, "Well, I guess we're out of here now." We just immediately drove over to to the station and took all our our set. We broke down our set and uh, took it home. And took it home. Yep. There was never any communication with the new people. No, why would you? No, no they didn't call us. We didn't call them. And then <laughs> we started to kind of doing a dance to other stations. I get a call one day from Mr. Gelfand. He goes, Tommy, I need some. I might, I might need a ride to the hospital from you. I think I'm going to lose it. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I, I just, I know, I'm just kind of depressed. I said, what are you depressed about? He had just completed an interview with a guy named Putnam. And Mr. Putnam was a clown. <laughs> oh, now he remembers. <laughs> now he remembers. What about you? Were so beside yourself about what his because cl- you know clowns have a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know you got yes. a bozo and all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So we turn it over to Mike interviewing a clown whose real name is Mr. Putnam. Putnam the clown. Yep. Except he didn't use that name. No, he didn't. <laughs> he still can't talk about it. I love this. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, it turned out that the clown was was perfectly happy, but I was crying on the inside. I know you were. <laughs> I saw. I witnessed it. Yeah. And why were you crying on the inside, Mike? Because well, that's what clowns do. You know what? Uh, what was the clown's name? His clown name? Uh, was it uh, Mr. Putz? Putz the clown. Putz the clown. There it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. I knew it was right. I knew, I knew the word putz was there. Yeah. Did this ever make it to air? Oh, I believe it. Well, it did many times on the radio, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Really? Right. Did that interview ever, ever appear on TV? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it did. Wow. So there's actual, because I was looking for it online to see if I could find some audio, but I, I couldn't find any. But, oh, I'd love to hear it. Tom. Some of the best stuff we did was... Uh, was ordered to be demolished by the general man, one of the general. Oh, sure. And that's oh, why yeah. that's why you can't find the uh, the poultry barn interview. Oh, you can't find that either. No, that's no, right. no. That's the, right. the GM ordered it uh, erased. Why? 
Well, I don't. I mean, uh, he's a putz. That's why. Well, because I think I think I think that maybe it was because I was in the poultry barn, and I uh, was interviewing the the 85 year old uh, head of the uh, poultry barn. He'd he'd been like in charge of the poultry barn for like 50 years or something, and I just had a nice discussion with him, and I said. And I said, well, I see so many of these, you know, so many wonderful birds in here. But um, what about those two cocks over there? And it just kind of went from there. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And then I went, and then I went oh down the, uh, the, the road of obscenity, uh, for yeah. which I, for, to this day, I'm very ashamed of myself. I'm sure you are. Yeah. You like, seem apologetic. Like, I, I shouldn't have asked him to describe to me, you know, I said, well, those, those two cocks are so big. Is it diet? Is it DNA? What's going on? And then it just went downhill from there. And yeah. he did this not. is YouTube gold. This, hey, this no. should still be around. I could watch it tonight with a few beers and laugh my ass off. And it was so perfect because of the fact that he just played. I mean, he didn't play it straight. He, he never got any innuendo. But then, oh. after, and then of course, after that, I was, um, I was uh, ordered to be, uh, they put up a picture of me on the door there, you know, and said I wasn't allowed in anymore. I was kicked oh, out of the poultry barn. <laughs> For life. So then the following year, I, I put on a, a little bit of a, I, I, I kind of, you know, I didn't have a, mu a fake mustache or anything, but I, I kind of dressed much differently, and I, I kind of sneaked into the poultry barn. And then I hid under a huge uh, cage of hens, as I uh, did, by, did my uh, bit there. God. And, like, you could barely hear me because of the crowing going <laughs> oh on. Oh, God. God. Those were the days. Honest to God, though. So you oh. did. <laughs> Look at those two big cocks and yeah. putts the clown putts in the, the same clown. week. Yeah. Nothing but You'd penis be a star news. on TikTok. Like if you did that now <laughs> on know. TikTok, oh, that yeah. stuff oh, yeah. would you you would be making significant money off of that bit. Oh, God, I wish I just. Yeah, I know. The, if if I'd only waited about twenty years. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Did, did this take place at the state fair? Yeah. State yeah. Fair. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha oh gotcha. yeah. Yeah. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. So when I toured the state fair with Gelfan for when he was on air at KQ, most places won't even let us near it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. When I would go, because we would go in the morning, and that was the time that I uh, peed in the Go Girl on air. But they a lot of times it was like we'd walk up and they're like, no, no, we're not Gelfan, no. It was so funny. Go, I was girlfriend. like, I've never been kicked out of anything at the state fair, and here I am, blacklisted because oh. I'm rolling with Mike. And here I was—that's like, a badge of honor. Yeah, here I was, like begging, begging the snake guy to let me in, right? <laughs> As if I was going to go down that road with the snake guy. Yeah. You were so proud of it. Just admit to it. This is a, this is a. I mean, to be kicked out of places at the state fair would be one of the most awesome things you could possibly achieve. I, I, it was it was funny because you know, of course, it was a little before this, but you know, eventually, of course, you know, they weren't kicking out gang members, but they were no, kicking no, out no. me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay if you beat the piss out of somebody. Yeah, but don't make fun of the state fair. Yeah, it's true. I, I that's very accurate. Actually, you're absolutely right about that. And then. And then there came the day, the inevitable day, I was getting ready to leave. You know, I'd, I'd try to get out of there like by about 9.25, right? Mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm out. And I didn't get out soon enough this day. And, and a guy on one of the midway rides vomited on me. <laughs> was it me? No. No, no and I, and I, it could have been a critic. I don't know. It was probably just uh, some guy who got a little bit sick. I must say, I didn't take the full impact. Oh, that's good. You but got it the only, ricochet. No, but it only took one ort to freak yes. me out. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs>
I don't want to talk. Stop talking to me. Sorry. Putts the clown once again. You got talking about but look at the size of those cocks over there and putts the clown. You were on fire that week. It's the state fair. It's a cauldron of humor. Yeah. Well, I imagine you could go back now. We should grab a camera at some point next week and yeah. have you walk around there. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious. Last time we went, we were talking to somebody who runs one of the carnival rides, and he kept referring to himself as a carny, and, and we were, like, asking them questions. And then we had a, somebody call in so mad and goes, you can't call them carnies. Why not? And they were like, the guy was like, I call myself a carny. It was just so, such a different vibe. What's wrong with carny? It's a guy who works at a carnival. I don't know. I think, I think the, the problem is that a lot of people don't have carny knowledge. Yes, it's Thank true. you. Thank you very <laughs> much. <laughs> little sex joke thrown hey, in. Oh. Oh. talking. <laughs> carny knowledge. <laughs> you, you should go. write a book called Carny Knowledge. You know, it wouldn't be bad. I'll, be a good I'll, book. Maybe I, I'll make a chapter out of it. I was going to say, yeah. We should give that to Rena Calm, our the comedian we had on was all about puns this morning. Yes, she was. She was all about puns, no question. Is it true, by the way? Speaking since you brought, brought up the word carnal, is it true that the, the f bomb came from for use of carnal knowledge? Is that true? Hmm. Hmm. I that's don't what I've, know. That's what I've always heard. That that's where that word came from. I well, for use, of, and they would just put the the uh, initials up yeah. for use. Oh, well, then Carlos was out in carnal knowledge. I wonder if that's true or not. I don't know. The, the movie was pretty good. You like the movie? It was a good movie. The Big F. Yeah. Big F movie. It's fine. Hey, it works for me. Whatever. But uh, I think you might, you should probably go to the state fair again this year. Do some walking up and down the streets, doing some interviews. That's a great idea. Think they'll let you in now after you know, all these years? Let, they'll let me in, obviously. Well, that's good. I don't have any hair anymore. Then I had some hair. <laughs> I, I don't think Mike would let himself in. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I think. Well, kind of the feeling wait, wait, wait. Yeah. With the Hubbard shuttle, though, oh. this would be seamless Judd. for Mike. Oh. Yeah, this would be, so, like, we're not talking about, can no. you go please park eight miles away oh, in someone's no. yard? Judd. This Judd. is a very simple in and out. I think this can be done simply. Right? Well, it can, yeah. it can. Because I always went over there with Jerry. You know, Jerry. Jerry, yes, I love Jerry. Course, Jerry. Jerry was one of our, uh, one of the official titles, Sorry. promotion assistants or something like that. He was the, uh, the, uh, the intern of all interns. Yeah, he, he was, was a he permanent was intern. A lifetime oh, yeah. intern. And Jerry knew everybody at the fair. Yeah. Like, like he people, did, yeah. people would see us he coming. Did. The first thing, like, they'd, like a security guy would see me and, and he'd say, get the hell out of here. And then they'd see Jerry. Hey, Jerry, come yeah. on in. Yeah, so we would get... Pretty, we'd get pretty much parked. Oh, Jerry knew everybody at the on the midway fair. because Jerry had wheels and deals. He was given handing these things and packages with other people. Yeah. Jerry yeah. always goes. I'm gonna tell you this, Judd. Gelfand just told us about how he almost left his appointment because the receptionist was coughing. So I don't know mm. if you understand what the state fair mm, is well, like. There's, uh, yeah, during the COVID thing, and I can wear a mask, uh, I guess. All and, right. And uh, um, I see what I worry about. This is like that terrible dream that everyone has. And what I used to have when still I still in radio. Well, no, it's dream? like when I when I was doing a few things on stage, you know, and like and I uh, and then you know I'd have to memorize all my lines. Every actor, I'm not an actor, but every actor has this. I thought you were an actor. Well, you, know, you took a very, acting class. A, a very bad one, yes. Oh, okay. But I, I was in a few plays and things. So I thought, yeah. Yeah, and then what would happen is it's just every actor has this dream. Is that like you know, three months later. In this dream, you you say someone says, "Well, you you got to go back and do another show." And of course, you've forgotten all your lines and you panic. Yeah. And then you wake up in a cold sweat. 
So this is kind of the way I feel about this. Do I still do I still have this is for the art though, man. This is for the art. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I good think point. You, I think it's worth a shot. Well, uh, I'll look into it. I'll tell you what though, you know what we can do? Because I have wireless microphones, mm-hmm. we could get you mic'd up, oh. and then you walk around. You don't actually have to stick a microphone in people's faces. Mm-hmm. I think you just go around and start conversations with regular oh, people, and it will pick up oh, yeah. both your conversations. Because then people won't feel like yep. they have to be on. They'll right. just feel like they're having right. a conversation with a guy, and I, that would be, your, that would be oh, well, so money. Yeah, and you know what I used to do is I would just I would just do it with the with the cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked pretty well because you know how cell phones you know they drown out the right. exterior noise. Right. And so one day I was at the at, I was at Mystic Lake, and you know they would never allow anyone in there and to do a broadcast. No, but I'm just talking into the phone, and so I was doing a I was doing sort of like my version of a stand up, and. So, and I see a couple of security guys, and they're running around. And while I'm on the phone, the security guy taps me on the shoulder and says, "Did you see some radio guy around here? There's some radio guy. Have you seen him?" <laughs> I, wow. said, I said, "No, I haven't seen him. No, I haven't seen him at all." <laughs> what are you talking? What? Yeah, fun time. Yeah, what do you? Oh, you know, I have a question. This is going back a couple of minutes ago, but is Jerry Ukrainian? Yeah. yeah, I thought oh, he was Ukrainian. He'll inform so. you immediately that he's Ukrainian. No, I, I thought that was true, though, but I, I didn't even consider that going well, through. I it, still remember, so Jerry was this big guy, and I always called me Little Buddy, get in the car, Little, little Buddy. Get in the car, Little and Buddy. And I'd be like, all right. So it was always like me and Jerry. It Great was guy. such a funny Great combo, because it was like, I was hungover showing up, and he's like, all right, we got some stops to make. Be here 20 minutes early. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So we'd get in the get in the car, little buddy, and we'd drive around. He'd stop at this little tiny church, and he j- walks in and talks to these old ladies. Yeah. Gets a bag of pierogies, oh. and he's like, "These are gonna, these are gonna fix you, little buddy." Oh. And sure enough, pierogies. Eating these like pierogies that these ladies made in the church basement. Love it. And he would make these mm-hmm. rounds, and I'd never experienced well, that's probably anything where his like dad that. Was a priest, right? I don't even know. I mean, he would just make these rounds. He knew everybody. He mm. would, you know, and it was just so. Being with him was like so funny because he would know people where to park. He would oh, know yeah. where to go. He would oh, know what always, events. Yeah. I just. Yep. I loved Jerry. And Jerry, the thing about Jerry was he, he went along with any joke at all. He did. So eventually, yeah. of course, yep. I, uh, the joke was him, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, you know how cruel I am. And no, uh, I do, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Jerry, you know, Jerry was always looking for uh, for a babe, right? Yeah. Yes, yep. That's yeah, that's true. Yep. And, and so... Um, <laughs> I was always looking for a girlfriend. Yeah. So, oh. so one day, one day we were... Um, I th- he got he got to go to Vegas one year. Oh, that's so, right. So you know he was took the bus with me to Vegas. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, that's right. You were on the bus with Jerry. Yeah. to Vegas, and that oh, that's where I said what 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 uh, what goes in Jerry's pants stays in Jerry's <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Oh, you could say that about a lot of guys. No, that's true. Pierogi and all. But Jerry thought it was Pierogi very funny. Oh, I still remember. We were all <laughs> so hungover driving back from oh, yes. Vegas in this big bus, and he Didn't goes, "Did you get an accident?" No, our bus broke down. Oh, it broke down. That's what it was. But, I knew it was something. Uh, he goes, don't worry, little buddy. I got it. And he has this box set of two and a half men. And from then on out, all I could hear, Whoa. feeling nauseous in the men, back of the men, car, men, is men, 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 men. We just watched like 40 episodes of two and a half men. And to this day, I can't even hear that without going, Ugh. Oh, it's so bad. How did a bus trip to Vegas even work? My God, that sounds oh. like the worst idea in the history of man. Oh, it's 
terrible, but I was oh. 22, 23. Why did we do that? I, I think it was a... It was a budget decision, right? Yeah, I think it was a more affordable way of some people could fly and some people could take this and they wrote it off as an experience. That's weird. It's hard enough flying home from there. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. We were so hungover. Oh, my God. I mean, just just green. We all looked like hell. And then it, it broke down and we were all just stand, sitting on the oh. side of like at a desert stop. Do you think we should do a Vegas show for this show? No, I do Why not? not? I do not. Because that's the one good thing about podcasting. You, it, you don't have to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and do a morning show. You do the show whenever yeah. you want. Because I say we just... Okay, and I actually do love Vegas. That's right. I, oh, Vegas is a great time. I've had a lot of fun in Vegas. I say we do one around here, Treasure Island. Yeah, Island. well, I mean, there's Vegas and then there's everything else. I know, there but I'm just go. saying, like, why not proof of concept and have anybody who wants to come where we're near be able to go? Because not know, everybody can run off to Vegas. Vegas is kind of like the state fair. We can tie these it is. two together. Yeah, that's true. Because at the state fair, for example, you have the, you know, you have the deep fried candy bars, right? And, and, and so you take a bite and you say, wow, this is good. And then you take the second bite and you say, well, it's not bad. And then you take the yep. third bite and say, what the hell? I've what am I never doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. it, but that's, oh, oh, like I say, the first bite's okay. Never had it's one. Like, it's like most relationships, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this yes. is fantastic. I wish I'd met her earlier. And then like, I got to get out of here. Dream come true. <laughs> and that's what Vegas is like. You know, you're the first six hours is, are gold. And then the next six hours are like uh, silver. I did have fun there, though, man. I do, I do three love day, Vegas. Three days. Three days, oh, tops. three days. That's a lot. I, I say about 26 hours. Yeah. And then get the hell out of there. And yeah. then get on that plane. Okay. It's a way to I'm do fine it. with that. Yeah, yeah I got to be back there in September. And I, when I usually go, I go in, I fly in Thursday, I get there at 4 o'clock, and I'm on the flight the next day at 6.15. Yeah. Sun Country has oh, them, and call. it's the best way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Judd, what time you got to be out? I got to go. I, I got to go so. right now. I'm, I thought so. I apologize. No, 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 no. I, I'm sick of you just turning your back on us. You know. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. You know that. I'll see I you on. You uh, love, we'll, we'll talk twins again on Tuesday, I'm sure, in a very positive way. Oh, sure. I to be very... be. I won't be there to neg negativity eyes the thing. <laughs> oh, negativity yeah. eyes. I like I that. I was trying to come pirates. up with a new word. Mike, <laughs> Pittsburgh What's that? Pirates, pirates coming into town. Oh, it's. Well, of course, that might might mean they go zero and three, right? Of course, anything's possible. A bad with this team collection. like that, they 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 sink mm -hmm. to the occasion. Four exactly. to nothing to eight to four. I still can't believe I, when I left the house, they were up four to nothing. I was shocked when I cause like I, cause what? I, I didn't bother to turn the game. I thought, well, they got this one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's Never Detroit. Assume. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bally. Mm -hmm. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, score north. Yeah, that uh, team's very big. I, it's gotten to the point that I just can't watch a whole game. I just can't do it. No, I, I am I am strictly and solidly in the corner now with all the other people. Rocco's got to go. He has no idea what the hell he's doing. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not that I disagree, but I just think the, uh, you know, the, the whole thing about the fish rotting from the head. Well, that's true. I just think you got to go to the top. You do. They got to go out and get some people. But you can't. The guy, you brought him up already. You cannot keep sending Jacks into games you're winning because he loses every damn one of them. Well, God. there's always a tremendous amount of regression in the bullpen. Yes. After yeah. the All-Star break, yeah, that's right. when that it's, it's, it's truly a break. It's a breakdown, and it happens every year. And, you know, and the, and the Twins relief pitchers, they don't, they don't pitch any more innings than any other teams, but it happens all around the league. Mm -hmm. You're seeing scores starting to bolt. 
because of eighth and ninth inning uh, breakdowns. And, uh, you know, the guy, the guy who, who was your closer, first half of the season, he comes in and he goes one, two, three. He's the guy now getting pelted with, uh, with home runs yeah. in the ninth inning. Yep. I just still can't. Weren't they up like, somebody told me they were up like four to two in the eighth inning. Yeah, wasn't there like a? I mean, I normally I would know, but I I wasn't home at the time. Yeah, I wasn't but, either. But I think it was. I think there was, wasn't there like a seven run inning. Was there really? Oh, it's it's oh, it's baseball. There's a lot of seven run innings <laughs> when you once you get into August and the September. Yeah, really, true. That's true. This is the, there's a total breakdown by the time you get to the seventh or eighth inning. We only got a couple of minutes to go before a break here, but so I, I have a question for you about this whole deal. Do you think it's this? Uh, box that we see now behind the plate that, mm. that the, uh, the the ball's hardly ever in that strike zone. It, it It is if they throw it right down the middle, but the ball can be as much as it looks to be six, seven inches outside the box and it's still called a strike. Why are they putting that box up there? I think to show how bad the umpires are. I guess. That's the only thing I can think of is to show just how stupid these people this are. Is a, this is a baseball plan so that we will all accept the robo-umpire. Oh, you think we're going to get the robo-umpire? Oh, it's, it's inevitable. It yeah. is, isn't it? And, and, and by the way, you also see sometimes how good the umpires are, I have to say. Well, that's that. true. I'm yeah, amazed right. at how good a lot of the umpires are. And then, of course, just like the relief pitchers, the umpires break down in the eighth inning because they've well, seen like 300 it. baseballs. Right? Your eyes can only handle ah. so much. Yeah. Um, we do have a question. We have fit one more question in from a listener about nope, the state Nope, you're fair. out of the mix. Forget it. Well, first off, somebody asked when we're going to be at the State Fair. And, oh, a week uh, from Saturday. Yep, August 26th from really? 10 uh, to 11 at Carousel Park. And then, uh, good morning, Britt Britt. Ask Gelfan if he remembers covering the largest hot dog at the State Fair. Largest I, I You know, I vaguely, I don't remember it as much as, as when I, I always every year covered the, the state's largest steer. That I, was, I remember that. That yes. was an evergreen. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. but I but I'm just vaguely remember the largest hot dog. Thing. Would you eat a hot dog? No. I didn't think so. But I would take a bite. Yeah. I could not see Gelfand eating a hot me dog. Me neither. No way. That it's, sodium would kill you. Hey, and Lou Gelfand told me, you know, he said, "This is just, you know, you're, you're eating pig lips. Don't do this." Mm-hmm. It is pig lips. Yeah. You guys don't ruin hot dogs for me. I love hot dogs. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, just let me have something. A good hot dog on the grill is so good. And now with the traffic, here's Pig Lips Moran. There <laughs> I've you been are. called worse. <laughs> me too. By you today. By, yeah, by you, by you today, Tom. That's really good. No question about it. So, yeah, I, uh, what the hell. Yeah, hot dog. I'm, I'm not a huge hot dog guy myself. I wouldn't do one at the state fair, not because, like, I don't want to. I just, that's one of those I can actually make on a grill at home. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like I need to do a hot dog. Corn dog, maybe, but, like, a good hot dog on the grill. Minor Ooh. league baseball games. That's the best yeah. tasting hot dog ever. Absolutely. Yeah. A St. Paul Saints mm-hmm. dog, for sure. We had, uh, every now and then, uh, someone would uh, try to encourage me to have a Little League hot dog. You know the little league. Most yeah. of the little leagues they have a little concession right. stand. Right, right, sure. Yeah. And uh, but then as I became uh, a veteran coach there, what I realized was that a lot of the hot dogs people were eating had been in a freezer from the previous summer. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a great idea. Probably not. But but then again, you know, it's like with considering what's in them. I, yeah. pro- I guess they probably never go stale. Probably be fine. They probably didn't even have to freeze them. 
He yeah. might be right. <laughs> you don't even have to freeze it, damn. Dude, thing. there was a sneeze so loud. Just I know. Now what the hell? That, like, where was that from? I thought it was Rudy. It was so loud. No. I thought he turned his mic up. I look at him, <laughs> and I was gonna say bless you, but like that, you guys. Somebody's Somebody's dead in the hallway. Yeah, that must have come from like two floors up. That was the loudest. Loud. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's the EG.5. Is that what it is? I got a family member with COVID right now. Oh, it's it's there. Not anyone I've been around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, I may have been around 20 of them yesterday. Well, Well, great. I'm glad you're both here in studio. I just said I wasn't around them. (laughs) But I have warned you that I have a one year old. Hawking up a lung. I have a one year old in daycare, and I am scared that means I'm going to kill you and Rudy at some point and Gelfan. Probably true. You think you're scared? (laughs) I know. And I might kill you first, actually. Uh, with your hands. <laughs> yeah. Murder. It's murder. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, see, Tom would strangle you. Me, I'd hire someone. I actually with see... With a garret? That's like <laughs> yeah, such yeah. a personality thing, a thousand percent. What? Yeah, you would... He doesn't even do his own work. No, no, no typical. Hires out. Yeah. Typical. Can't yeah. even passionately look me in the eyes as my life is drained out of them. Yeah, way to go, Galfan. Come on. Oh, she's deeply hurt. Look at her. Yeah. Oh, sad. Well, you're sad. I, uh, you just shamed me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which also gives you more reason to hire It's going to be a rough final yeah. three minutes. Mm. We are going to take a break and come back with those final, I think, eight or nine minutes. Oh, my God. Something <laughs> like that. It's going to be a long haul, man. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. Hi, this is Tommy B. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the Minnesota State Fair. 
With everything you can buy on a stick at the Great Minnesota Sweat Together, you should have some cool incentives with a state fair deal when you purchase an RV from Niemeyer's Albertville location. How's this sound? Receive a free exterior ceramic coat and NanoCure interior treatment. These coatings provide a durable, long-lasting shield against dirt, water, and UV rays, and basically extend the life of your RV to keep it looking newer and lasting longer. It's a $2,000 value, free with purchase if you get an RV from Niemeyer's by September 5th in Albertville only. Plus, great deals on their campers at both Albertville and Elko New Market, now through the end of State Fair. Take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales and see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's and look at what they got at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. Your State Fair deals end on September 5th. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, a thing just popped up on my screen, and it says, Signs You're in Your 40s was trending on Twitter. Uh, I didn't used to, well, I suppose we didn't have social media back in those days, but you never heard, like, Signs You're 50, Signs You're 60, Signs You're 40. You see that all the time now. Is that because of social media? I think that's social media, and then on top of it, I think people look so much younger yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. probably, yeah. Like, I, it blows my mind what my mom is um, in her 60s and that she she could hang with anybody in their 40s or 50s for sure. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just like a different, it's like everybody older, so young feeling. Yeah, the food that we eat, the preservatives, we put it in our body. Like oh, when you yeah. watch, I just rewatched Arnold Schwarzenegger pumping iron and yeah. there's another mm-hmm. bodybuilder in there. And he, like, a, you know, I guess a competitor of Arnold's. And they say, when the 27-year-old steps on stage, and I was like, that guy is 27? He looks 65. Yeah. Oh, oh no. yeah. Well, of course, the, the leftist slogan of the 60s was never trust anyone over 40. Over 40. That's yeah. exactly right. Man. Now that same slogan is never trust anyone over 80. Mm-hmm. 85. Because the guys who are saying that are now elderly. Yeah. Well, they, that's exactly and right. And they've changed their approach. Mm-hmm. And younger than 38. Don't trust them either. <laughs> you always try to loop <laughs> me in, true. don't you, Rudy? It's all true. Okay, kids of the 80s are hitting their 40s. And if you don't feel like you're over the hill... Yeah, I don't think you're over the hill at 40. No. I'm sorry. God, no. There are uh, a few telltale signs you can't ignore. The hashtag signs you're in your 40s was recently uh, trending on Twitter or X or whatever they call it right now. And here are some of the best responses. Number one, you're in the supermarket and you realize the music that's playing was the same music at your junior high homecoming dance. Yeah. I would have no idea what to play in the supermarket. That I'd is a weird never feeling. Never even heard it. When you're used to like elevator music being 
like something you don't really recognize and all of a sudden they're playing like Kelly Clarkson and you're going, oh my God, that was when I was in high school. Yeah, there's a famous video of Dave Grohl in an elevator, like listening to a Muzak version of a Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. he's like, why is, he's like, I'm not that old, but apparently we are. are. I have a question. Do they actually play music in supermarkets? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I never hear yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's 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 easy to tune it out for the most part. Because yeah, yeah. I I didn't even know they did it. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be in the supermarket and like I'll hear a, a Muzak version of, of something like you know uh, um, maybe um, happiness is a warm gun. There you right? go. It's like uh, they can't do that. Mm-hmm. How about kick out the jams, mother effer? Yeah, do they, they play do. that? They MC five. They just let that one flow. Only, only in the gun section. I mm-hmm. loved MC five. Motor City five. They were a great band. It was just yesterday. Me and Gogo were at uh, Kowalski's, and they were playing music, and she was dancing so hard to it. So that's why I know for sure. <laughs> there you yesterday go. that there is. I like music. Kowalski's. That's a good joint. Love Kowalski's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is good. Number two, the cashier asked for I uh, for ID for age restricted items and laughs. I don't get that one. Like takes your ID and then laughs that you're so old? The cashier asked for ID for age-restricted items and laughs. I don't... Do um, places still... Like, I don't mean to be mean, but like, Gelfan... Be mean to Gelfan. Do people still ID you? Does that still happen? Like, if you ordered a drink or if you went into a bar? Oh, like if you... Yeah, if if any of us go into it, it doesn't matter how old you are. They'll just automatically You could be 100, you go into a liquor store and they're going to ask for your ID. Oh, really? Yeah. Because that's that's the that's just God, what they do. Just by law. Because the other day time. I went in one with a bunch of people and I was the only one that got ID'd and we it was a badge uh, yeah, of honor. Well, that's yeah. that's what it was always like. But, yeah. But now you know because they don't want to offend anyone, and oh, and because yeah. you know because if you don't, it's it's a it's, a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a domino effect kind of thing. You know. Well, if we stop IDing people who are you know ninety. Pretty soon we'll be we won't be IDing people who may be twenty. Yeah, maybe. So they just do everybody. Mm-hmm. Number three, your social media feed is filled with pictures of your friends, kids, and their latest achievements. Yeah. Why well, don't go on social media? So I don't know that. That's yeah, funny. my favorite part about being in my forties is going to my friend's second wedding. Now that's yeah, yeah right? that's a big that's yeah, a big, that's deal, a big one. Yeah. yeah. Do they it still is. have an event? Is it like a big deal? Not as big as the first one. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still... If you went to the first one, the second one, do you still have to get a gift or do you just feel like that's taken care of? No, and I even go as further to say, if you get married and divorced in the first six months and you haven't opened up my gift, I get the gift. You got to give it back. Yeah. And and the other thing is is that uh, I feel like, okay, first time they're married... I sent him a nice gift, right? You sent me a plaid nightie that went from my neck to my feet. <laughs> well, there's a story behind that, really but nice, I, won't, I won't go That's into great. it. That's why we couldn't have kids for three years. Yeah, it was it was more like Mormon underwear. It was intense. <laughs> <laughs> Justin tried to put the moves on me once and sprained his penis on that flannel. It was so thick. <laughs> what uh, that, the that, hell? That really completes the show, doesn't it? really it? does. Got, Time to wrap it up. We went 360. Uh, that was brilliant. Thank 180 you. seconds to go, and so we just had to go. So all I was going to say was, so the first time you send them a nice gift, the second time you make a charitable contribution in their name. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, if you do that, and I have done it, you will not get a thank you note. No, really? No. Really? No. You will from the charity. You just won't from the people who got married. That's mm-hmm. funny. It's all true. God, there are so many of these, and, but they're getting dumber by the minute. Like a teacher once told you you won't always have a calculator in your pocket. See, because you have a phone and it has a calculator. Yeah. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Just, yeah. Attack those teachers, those 
those monsters. <laughs> you make a noise to stand. Oh, I do know people that make noises when they stand up. Oh, yeah. Or sit down. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> or just like a. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this means. You jeeved before you Googled, or this oh. is how you Googled something in your teens. There's a photo of encyclopedia. What? Okay, yeah. so there's Ask Jeeves. You're going a long way. Yeah, it's a long oh, way. Okay. The Ask Jeeves, and then you before that, you would use encyclopedias to search things. Was Ask Jeeves still even around? Oh, look. I feel like they wouldn't have got I rid of it. I haven't heard of that in like 20 years, mm-hmm. for Christ. A lot of people take those things personally, too. Oh, do like, they? Like, my dad's a good example. We, we tried to, back when, when he could drive, which was a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, but back when he could drive, but not, not very well, you, you know, we, we tried to show him how to use a, a, a GPS, but he wouldn't take directions from a woman. Oh. Really? That, I'm, I'm not I even kidding that. about that. I yeah. just love that. <laughs> because, you know, that's, oh, you, you well. just don't do that. Well, they do have like a British send, setting. Maybe, you, maybe that would be the loophole. Like a British woman would get him to turn... I did not know this, but now Probably. I understand why I thought it got so lame. Because mm-hmm. the first few were good, and then the last nine are just lame as hell. I got to the bottom, scroll down. It was created by the pe- people at the Steve Harvey show. Oh, oh, oh. The least talented human being I have ever seen oh, on television. Can he? I mean, the Family He's Feud, terrible. first off. Is you think my penis jokes are bad? Family Feud is the dirtiest show oh, that is on TV sure right no. now. It, he's not funny like, in the least. What is something you'd have sex with that you are that you would make whoopee to or something, whatever term they use in game shows, where you'd make love to that your wife would be mad about? It's like, what kind of question <laughs> yeah. is that? Well, like, those, those shows will, will definitely true. take away your soul, both as a viewer and an MC. I used yep. to throw it on when I would make dinner because it was on at like five to six. And I was like, okay, this will be good background noise. And I was like, kids would come in my house, and I'd be like, we can't watch this. Like the mm-hmm. co- It's surprisingly dirty. That's another way to know you're over 40, when you know who Steve Harvey is. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the and truth? And when you think that, that uh, Dana Carvey is a comic. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's true. It's kind mm-hmm. of negative. A nice young man like... What's his name? Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey. You're so offended you can't even remember. Wait, who are we attacking now? We're attacking somebody. No, I mean, he had been a comic at one time. He was, yeah. And now he's the host. Was it Let's Make a Deal or something? Dana Carvey does. You're thinking, not not Dana Carvey. You're You're thinking thinking about, uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of, uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, Wayne Brady. No, no, not Wayne. No, Brady. you're talking about the Price is Right. Price yeah, is Right. Oh, about, yeah. what's that guy's name? Oh my God, Drew Carey. Drew, Drew Carey. Carey. I was close, and that's mm-hmm. pretty good because I've never Carvey, seen the Drew show. Carey. But he's the host of that show, and but no one would ever know that he'd once been a comic. Do I get any no, credit for knowing that Wayne Brady does Let's Make a Deal like <laughs> yeah. that? Brady. That was hard. <laughs> what's the other one? Price is Right. Price is Price Right. Is right. I've Carey. never been a game show guy. I don't know no. anything about game shows. Being, no, I, I just never cared for them. Being homesick and having that be your only option to watch TV is something that kids mm-hmm. will never get to experience, and it was lovely. Well, the only game show that I used to watch, it's its probably appropriate that eventually that show humiliated me. Good. Oh, I'm glad the, to oh, hear it. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My finest top and to worst bottom. moment. Yeah. That's all I have to say top to you. To All right. That's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow.